0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, I am joined in studio by the author of Butterboy, Boy, a brand new cookbook from the Irish chef, the owner of the tannery in Waterford, Mr. Paul Flynn. Paul, you're very welcome to the program.
1: Thank you, Kieran. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. Where does the title come from? I have to ask. First well, and i refer to myself a couple of times. I'm quite self deprecating. And in the book, uh, in some of the articles, I just call myself a butter boy. I was going to call it something really boring. And my publisher, who's very wise, she decided to call it that. Or oh, she ran it by me. And mm. immediately I said yes. Why do you refer to yourself as butter boy? Well, it's the way, well, it's possibly, it's definitely the way that I. Cook, uh, and I love butter. Although it, all the recipes do not involve butter, that that that's for sure. And I I think it just uh, it, it it's really close to my heart in terms of my my cooking being Irish. Everything about that, you know, butter is never very far away. So I, I think it's just that, really. I Sorry, this is
0: tangential now, but on the show yesterday, we were talking about Sarah Jessica Parker. She yeah. of Sex and the City fame. Yeah, I was asked in Donegal, you know, they have a house in Donegal, yeah. and she was asked what she loves about Ireland, and she said glasses of Guinness and spuds. Yeah. I've, I, I personally, that doesn't bother me. I like spuds, and I like yeah. a, a pint of Guinness. Yeah. Other people were kind of appalled that she should have come up with something much more kind of... Uh, metropolitan or cosmopolitan, you know, Yeah. Like, you know, uh, kind of a slow roasted rack of lamb or something like this.
1: But I understand that. I mean, I really do. Uh, I mean, and also if you if you answer a question like that, you're just off the cuff. Yeah it's it's quite often very honest yeah. and this is obviously what they have been coming to Ireland for for a long time and that's what she, so she is, you know the comfort of it and, Yeah, who are we to tell her she's wrong yeah, yeah. like hey, and exactly. Guinness <laughs> And I certainly wouldn't have a problem with any of that You know, I mean if she came out with something like Joyce and all this you'd be kind of going do you, uh, do you yeah, really? really Yeah, really <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I love returning <laughs> to
0: Donegal and sitting on yeah. the beach and reading Ulysses in Start of finish every summer <laughs> <You don't. laughs> um, I have to um, put a, quite a serious issue I have with the book to you Yeah and not to sound like my nine-year-old. Yeah, where's all the pictures? Bob?
1: I know. Do you know what? And that is a very relevant. <laughs> it's a really relevant. Question. So there's four hundred odd recipes in this. Yeah, four hundred fifty recipes. And I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I'm aiming for. You see. Yeah, you see. The thing about it is, it's as much a reading book as it is. A, a cooking book and that was a really important thing and again I almost had to be persuaded by by my uh, editor uh, my publisher Kristen Jensen from Nine Bean Row Books and she's brilliant and because I actually rang her going back a while and she brings out this lovely series called Blasta and they're really, they're really colourful and small and very, it's from first time uh, writers only. And she's got four more coming out next year. And uh, Nigella Lawson's a big fan. So that, 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 wow. that, that's enough, isn't it? Um, but anyway, I rang her and I said, uh, Kristen, would you be interested in doing a book? Because I used to write for the Irish Times for mm. seven years in total. Now that is for the last three years from uh, 2019 to 2022. And she said, I won't, Paul. And I was kind of briefly devastated. And then she said, but I will do a big book with you. So then we had a lot of chat over and back. And she said, look, I just think that the nature of the way that I wrote that book is very much like a diary. I wrote it every single week and it was through COVID. And the writing for me is as important as the recipes. And the recipes aren't fancy whatsoever. They're very family style. And uh, it was just the ups and downs and, 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 and of that particular time of our lives. And it reflected our family. It reflected having a restaurant in this business. It, it reflected a very mm. much a, a personal time. And I wrote about it all in, in a very short space of time. What I mean, like, you know, I had to kind of fit in what happened that week into 350 words. Yeah. But anyway, the point of this is that there were so many. She wanted to keep everything together from start to finish. Plus, I have a few other essays in there because I love writing. And she said, "Look, the problem with this is that we can't have pictures. And now there are pictures for all of them. There are photographs for all these dishes. They're on the Irish Times website. So if you buy the book, and I really want you to buy the book because it's very special, yeah, I believe. And but and you just open a page and you're go on the Irish Times website and you will find a, a corresponding picture. The problem is if we were to have a picture for every, uh, it was going to be eight, or not, it was going to be like an encyclopedia. You'd have to get." people to carry around for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was a massive decision because I know that yeah. people, people want, they want photographs, they want something to be easy and they, I, they, I really people, wrestled people, with it. They
0: want photographs in their recipe books yeah. and they don't want photographs in their restaurant windows.
1: I know, you're dead right. You're dead right. <laughs> well, hopefully this will be something different. Yeah. Look, I mean, sometimes... You, you need people to tell you, I suppose, to to give you a bit of a pat in the back, or, or I suppose, give you a lift up, not a pat in the back. So she really believed that I was a really good writer, and that the words were every bit as important as the cooking. Mm. And she wanted people to to just to to just to take the bed the the, the book to bed. And I said, okay, uh, let's go with it. And it was a big call, and. I'm really thrilled with it, I do have to say. But I do understand your question. I really No,
0: I no, look, I think it's just something that will strike people, I guess, about yeah. a, a recipe book when they open it up and they flick through it. But uh, as you say, I mean, all of the writing and all the articles, including kind of the build-up to the our so-called meaningful Christmas in 2020 yeah. and all of that sort of stuff, um, you know, is in here. And not to say that it's kind of weighed down by COVID. There's no mention of it a lot of the time in the pieces, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, but it's, it's there lurking in the background as it would have been for the business. It's it's a lovely, lovely book. I really like, I know we talked about the name. I love the cover. I yeah. like the, the look of it and the style of it and the buttered colored yes. uh, cover as well for the title. Um, have ye any COVID legacies you still deal with now as a business or is it kind of long enough in the past that
1: I don't think you've we just have. moved on? I don't think we have. I, I mean, people maybe are going out to eat earlier, if that's the thing. Uh, that's probably the only thing we have. Mm. I mean, the whole thing is a bit surreal uh, and, and it absolutely happened and it absolutely had absolutely a devastating effect on, on, on certain people. But I mean, for us and, and families, but for us in, in the restaurant industry, it was almost like putting a pause in our lives. And this is maybe not the thing to say in a way, but I mean, we did takeaways, so three lockdowns, we did takeaway for two. Yeah. And then there was one more and we just said, right, let's just not do takeaway because really the takeaway was all about just paying the rent and that was it because uh, staff would come in, but really we were kind of in there five days a week as if nothing was happening. It was all very surreal. And in the end, we just... Closed down, and we stayed at home and we walked, and we had this time with our family. We've two, well, they're not small anymore, but they were they kind of went into COVID about 14, 15 years of age, and then came out of it, uh, well, that much older. But we had a very precious time at home with our family because the nature of, of having a restaurant is that you're always looking after other people, yeah. Because sometimes you know, you need to take stock, I suppose, and say, what about us? What about looking after our kids? Because we're never there at night time. It's our chosen profession. I'm not giving out. And there are loads of professions like that. But, you, you know, my wife turned into Mary Berry. She made a cake every day, the consequences of which I'm still trying to deal with. <laughs> it's not shaking off it that easily. <laughs> but I I mean, I just remembered that, you know, nothing could break down because nothing was working, you, you, you know, in the restaurant. yeah, uh, Nobody could call in sick because... They weren't in there. You know, the everyday toils and troubles and all this kind of thing that you would go through in a normal day just didn't exist. So it was, in a way, I think especially for my wife, she just walked and she cooked and she, I don't know, did stuff around the house. And it was, in a way, liberating. And I, you know, this whole 5K thing, we went for walks all the time trying to walk off the cake. So... In a crazy way, it was a bit of a special memory. Yeah. But now we're back. We're back into reality, and that, of course, and, is a good thing.
0: And and did you get were you these people who during that period thought, you know, we'll keep to, we'll never go back fully to the way we were, and then you do go back fully to the way you were, or or you know, I, I did 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 you learn lessons, I guess, about what? maybe balancing things and taking time for yourselves
1: But well, the thing is you kind of you would you want to all of that yes you because you, know, you reflect on oh, we the all said we have. were going to do those things yeah. but, but yet reality takes over yeah. I mean I do I do think uh, we've s- slowed down a little bit in a way But then... Then you get older, Paul. That's it. I was just (laughs) going to say, that's just age, unfortunately. You know? And uh, there's me just trying to drag myself off the couch, trying to do a walk every day. So, look, I, I don't know. I mean, what you want if you have a restaurant, if you have any business, all you ever want to be is busy. Yeah. And so that's the most important thing. So you can employ all the staff and keep everybody happy. And and customers are the most important thing. I actually used to hate going into the restaurant when we were closed on that particular last lockdown. Mm. It was like the Marie Celeste. I remember we didn't even take down the Christmas decorations till I don't know what it was till you know a few months after. Yeah, just couldn't face it uh, because in a restaurant, in a business, you need you need laughter, you need people. You know, as soon as you go in, because the heat was off, you know, you just feel a chill, yeah. and, and the chill was almost. I don't know, prophetic, you know, you you you'd uh, you'd walk in and just immediately you make sure everything's okay, and then you turn around out you go. So, but it it the the thing about the book is that you know I wrote from week to week, and um, I hope through everything it sort of gave it'll give people a few laughs because I do like. Uh, you know, cooking is a is a serious business. Not not the stuff at home, but running a restaurant's very serious. You know, it really is. And yet, there's an alt- another side to me. I love going to music festivals, and I love, mm. you know, uh, people that know me on the outside can't believe that I can be serious in a kitchen, but I totally can because you have to be, you know. But it's our world. It's it's you know the restaurant world. It's the service industry world where everything is opposite. You know, you go out. I, always, I years ago, I learned you know that uh, to go out on, on Sunday nights so you could lie in on Monday uh, you'd never go out Friday Saturday night that kind of thing because yeah. that's when people go out so it's opposite but you know you have your own crew you have your own likes and, and dislikes now, I mean you would never get me out on a Saturday night and I'm pretty good to go out Yeah, I'd be kind of going to somebody sitting But it's my funny seat. it's
0: like in uh, Kilkenny it's uh, Monday night in Matthew Millers it's where all the yeah. service industry yeah. crowd uh, <laughs> you will find them or certainly those of a certain yeah. age
1: that's their big night out And it's a great night out and yeah. then you kind of catch up on the week and everything <laughs> else you know what it is is. you've you've found your tribe I found a tribe a long time ago I'm cooking over 40 years now and uh, thankfully I have a really good team that look after the place and look after they can um, uh, allow me to gallivant Well listen uh, keep the
0: gallivanting up and congratulations on the book Paul it's been a pleasure
1: Thank you Kieran. I really appreciate you having me The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan Weekdays from 4
0: on Newstalk